0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Health Care Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Your guide to protecting your personal health, bringing you simplified answers to the complex questions surrounding health care. Everything from cancer to liver transplants, nutrition. And now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. Uh, You can find out more about us, if you wish, at our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Lots of information up there, videos up there, shows, podcasts are posted up there. Lots of information on the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If we can help you with anything regarding health insurance, you can send us an email from there. Also, if you have questions, 877-385-2224. As always, operators are standing by to take your calls, and we will get back to you after the broadcast. Today, my producer... Mr. JP I'm your host, Carrie Hall, and I'm doing a really special show. I've worked really hard on this show. I spent about a week preparing for this, and, and, and I, I did a show uh, on this topic before the elections, the, ha- the, the congressional elections, and I told you I was going to come back uh, uh, after the elections and well into the, to the year and, and do a follow-up show on this, and that is exactly what I'm doing. So the show I'm going to do today is called Medicare for All, and, and, and why am I doing this? There is a movement uh, in this country uh, by a lot of people who think we would be better off going to a Medicare for all system. So it deserves serious attention. It deserves serious discussion. Um, and there are some very serious people promoting this and I'll name a few Kamala Harris, the Senator out of California, Cory Booker, the Senator out of New Jersey, Beto O'Rourke, the Texas Congressman, um, who uh, uh, ran uh, for the Senate and lost in Texas. Uh, Bernie Sanders, who's kind of the father of this whole discussion uh, and has a website uh, dedicated specifically to this issue uh, of Medicare for All. And Elizabeth Warren, who is also talking about running for president. You've also got governors like Gavin Newsom, um, in California, who's actually going to implement his own system, uh, is, is talking about implementing his own system, which will cover all illegal immigrants in California, as well as all Californians. So, as I said, it is a serious topic. It's a topic that's getting a lot of attention and there are an awful lot of people in this country that think it might be a better way to go. So what I'm going to try to do today is I'm going to break this down in pieces. This is a complicated topic with a lot of moving parts. So I'm going to break it down in pieces and I'm going to explain it and try to make it clear to everybody exactly what we're talking about here. And again, my, my the purpose of this, is, this is not a political issue in my mind. This is a practicality issue and a choice issue. Is it practical and do you want to do it? Well, okay, you need to understand what we're talking about here if in fact we get to a point where we are actually going to consider and we may well be there soon, uh, Medicare for All. So let's start out by just talking about what is Medicare. Obviously, if you're 65 or older, you certainly know because you have Medicare. But if you're not, if you're a 25-year-old millennial listening to this broadcast or a 45-year-old mom or dad or even a 50-year-old, maybe you don't know anything about Medicare. Maybe you've paid no attention to it. Why would you? You're not using it. So I'm going to break down Medicare so you understand how it works today. Medicare breaks down into four basic pieces – Part A Medicare, which you are automatically enrolled in, you you pay for that out of your paycheck every month. So A is an automatic enrollment. You don't have a choice. You're in A. A covers all major medical expenses, inpatient hospital, et cetera, um, with a 20% portion that is not covered. So important to understand that Medicare A and Medicare B, which you sign up for separately and pay a separate premium for, those cover the Part B covers doctor visits, um, outpatient uh, uh, surgeries, um, uh, labs, x-rays, preventive care, all that kind of thing. You pay a separate fee for Part B Medicare to Medicare. That fee typically runs about $142 to as high as $250 or $300. It is income graded. Um, Again, Part A and B is just Medicare. And you are left with a 20% gap there that Medicare doesn't cover. Now understand something, there is no cap on that. So if you had a $200,000 cancer, um, you would wind up owing. If you didn't have any supplemental coverage of any kind, you would wind up owing an additional 20% after that was all said and done because Medicare doesn't cover that last 20%. That's what Medicare supplement and Medicare advantage policies are for. We'll talk about that in a minute. Third part, Medicare part D, which is the prescription drug coverage. This is a limited benefit um, that today covers um, $3,820 of your prescription drugs. That's how it works. Okay. Um, And it has a donut hole or a non-coverage area of an additional uh, $5,100 uh, that particular coverage costs an additional 30 to $99 a month, depending on the policy you buy. Um, and then you have a choice of a Med MedSup or a Medicare Advantage if you want to have additional benefits and cover that 20% gap I talked about. Those policies typically cost on the Med MedSup side $90 a month to $200 a month. And on the Medicare Advantage side, they can be a zero premium um up to $65 a month premium but they do have typical out of pocket maxes on them that can run anywhere from 5000 to 6500 and there are copays on them. So those are the elements. Um if you add all of that up and you were to buy a Medicare supplement, you'd be looking at somewhere around by the time you paid for your part B, your part D prescription drug coverage and um, your med up, you'd be looking at about $327 a month on average. Okay. That's just an average to give you a number, but I'm telling you that. So you understand Medicare is not free. This, 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 this myth out there that you hear that Medicare is free. It is not free. Okay, you know, I have Medicare, and I pay for, for a Medicare supplement, I pay for a Part D prescription drug coverage, and I pay for Part B, and so does my wife separately. So th- th- there is a cost associated with Medicare, and I think it's important for people to understand that and understand how that works and, and exactly what it is, okay? So it runs now, for me, uh, typically about 350 $360 a month, the average, if you will, if you use the... Uh, supplement is about 327, somewhere around there. And if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, your Part D is included, so you don't pay for any of that. All you pay for is your uh, Part B coverage, um, but you could have an out-of-pocket max of around $6,500, okay? So now let's talk about, well, what is this gonna cost if we go to Medicare for All? So the OMB, Office of Management and Budget, estimates that $32 trillion will be needed over 10 years to pay for um, a Medicare for all program. So $32 trillion over a 10-year period. Current U.S. debt, uh, $21 trillion. So we owe, right now today, $21 trillion. We're talking about adding to that over a 10-year period another $32 trillion. And it works out to about $1.38 trillion per year uh, to fund Medicare for all. Again, this is an OMB estimate. Uh, uh, that tells us what we're going to spend. Uh, federal spending will increase about 11% of GDP, gross domestic products. So it, it, th- there's a lot of money that's going to have to be spent to make this work. Um, Bloomberg uh, says that this is not going to be financed by deficit spending, meaning we can't go further in debt for it so uh because increased deficit spending will cause surging interest rates uh, this is i guess what you could call the unintended consequences portion so if we were to do this in deficit financing bloomberg is saying it would call it would cause surging interest rates which will depress private development and the fed would move to increase interest rates significantly to slow down rapid inflation so that, that that's kind of a if you will you know, an overview uh, of where we're at today. We have uh, Medicare for those of you that are recipients and what does it cost? Okay. Um, And then what are we looking at for cost overall? um, If we are to implement a program like this, so I'll recap that real quick, $32 trillion uh, over 10 years. uh, We have a, current debt of 21 trillion it's 1.38 trillion per year um and bloomberg this is obviously not a conservative (laughs) website okay like heritage foundation or some others says that um, if we do this and we deficit financing it's going to have a dramatic impact on the economy um, and a dramatic impact uh, on the country overall and uh, that would cause uh, significant problems with private development and the fed would jump in fairly quickly to start raising interest rates and slow, rapid inflation. So when I come back from the break, okay, I'm going to talk about what's it going to take to pay for this now. Okay. So let, we're just assuming we're going to do this. I'm going to come back from the break and I'm going to explain how do we pay for this? How do we pay for Medicare for all? So when I come back from the break, we'll get into that. You're listening to America's healthcare advocate broadcasting here on the HIA radio network coast to coast across the USA You want to tell somebody about this show, it's posted up on our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. It's a podcast up there. If you disagree or want to know more about what I'm saying, send me an email. Go to my Facebook page, uh, Carrie Hall or America's Healthcare Advocate. Uh, Those are my Facebook pages. Uh, Lots of information up there. Stay tuned. I'll be back from the break. We're going to dive into the second part of this. How do we pay for it?